across South Africa, online and on radio. SAFM, let's talk. One of the unstoppables, one of Springbok women's six unstoppables uh, that we're going to talk to. Zintle Ndwande uh, joins us now, Springbok Women's Centre. Zintle, thanks very much for joining us. Much to you guys and the SAFM business. A girl from Inanda in KwaZulu-Natal. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what in my home, my home province? I miss that area. Is it? That's <laughs> nice. <laughs> you come back. It's really nice. Tell us how rugby changed your life from what could have been to where you are today. Um, I grew up at Inanda, as you have said, my brother, and uh, I stayed with my mom, um, raised by single parents, my mother, who was raising two young girls. Um, obviously, growing up uh, as a young girl, you know, um, in that township, there's a lot of things that were happening in terms of girls getting pregnant, uh, drinking alcohol, and all of that. Mm. So, with all that that was happening around me, I, 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 I just joined rugby at that time, and I figured this would be um, um, a great escape route. Um, in terms of uh, getting out of the environment that I was surrounded with. Um, so when I joined rugby and I started playing rugby, then I had much time focusing on, on, on my on my rugby career, which is sports, uh, rather than having to get involved in, in, in those things. And mm-hmm. from there, I just never looked back. Uh, and it has gotten me, it's gotten me where I am today. And I, I, I never, I always think about what, if I had never played rugby in my life, I, I would have most probably got into uh, the circumstances that we are around me. Sure. Do you uh, do you still interact with with girls your age who have grown up and are still uh, sort of stuck in that lifestyle, as it were? Sorry. Do you still interact with girls from your township that that weren't as lucky as you? Yeah, there's there's quite a, a lot of them that are like that. Mm. Uh, the funny thing about me is that even when growing up, I would. Around about six o'clock, I would go to training, and I would meet boys playing rugby there, right. and I would play rugby with the boys in township. And whilst I was going to training, I would find girls that would, were looking so nice, smelling so good, um, because you know, uh, uh, in township, you find boys sitting down and they're just looking for girls. Yeah. And I would actually um, go to the field and I find them going to, to see boys and all that, and I would speak to them at times and say, "No, listen, come join rugby," mm. you know, and and they were like, "No, they have other plans," but. In, in, in the township that I am now, there's young girls that really are looking up to me um, as an asset that always ask me, and they say, can, you, can you join that? And mm. if I see that you, you go and you, you feel as if you are knowing that, you feel as if you, you can never be something, um, I'm always there to say, listen, come join that. It could change uh, your life. Uh, on, while you were doing this training, obviously a very poor background, so going to the gym must have been difficult. Obviously, nutrition is a thing that you can't go and buy muscle growing shakes and recovery drinks <laughs> and all those kind of things. How did you get through all of that? Yeah, um, that was one of the difficulties I faced, uh, obviously, because like I said, my mom never had really money to buy all those stuff for me. Mm. If, we, if we, you, you live at home and there's only one pot that has been cooked, so you're definitely going to eat whatever that has been cooked on the day. <laughs> yes. um, but like I, I, I always tell people one thing, that I, how I started changing my life is that I, I, I lived like a springbok uh, when I was not one yet. 
So I started preparing when I, 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 I was not one. So mm. I could ask people, what is it that is required to be a springbok? I remember that time we had um, Otolima Vungena and, and Owen Dukumalo who were playing. And they would just tell me that you need to be fit, you need to be this way, you need to be, to, to be fit physically, mentally, and mm. all of that. And I figured, okay, this is going to be difficult for me because my mom cannot afford this. Uh, she cannot afford gym. She cannot afford this a healthy eating. So I thought to myself, what is it that I can do to help myself? When that time comes for me to actually get a hold of those things, then I'll be able to. So what I did, what I did was just to do push-ups every day to make sure that we sit up. If they're eating cabbage and, and, and rice and then upu to maize meal or whatever, yeah. then I'll just to eating cabbage and for me that worked because it, it, it then taught me how to be disciplined in terms of so knowing what to eat now uh, you still there Zintle? Oh, we seem to have lost Zintle uh, on the line cell phones doing its thing Zintle Ndawande uh, correction Ndawundo Springbok Women's Centre lots more to talk about about, uh, and it wasn't an easy job for her to, to get into the Springbok side and uh, we're going to have a chat with her continuously here on SAFM in case you missed the news by the way and you tuned in late um, all the well, everybody is now saying Joe Biden has been elected as the 46th president if there are any speeches we will bring them to you uh, so stay close you with SAFM Sport tracks on SAFM with John Kerriger. With John John John, John Kerriger. My guest is Springbok Women's Centre Zintle Ndawonde. Uh, Zintle, you were telling us about your growing up, and then in 2012 you were invited, or for three years, invited to training camps, but you you didn't make the team. Talk us through what must have been very difficult times then. Um, that was yeah, definitely one of my difficult times, but. I was called up for, for for quite some camps. I think if three or more, if I'm not mistaken, um, that was and that was before the 20. They went to the 2014 World Cup, of which I did not make, obviously. But then after having been invited in those camps and having to to, to go there and experience everything, I, I came back at home and I figured to myself, uh, why haven't I been able to be? Why haven't I been selected for for these camps? Mm. And then I sat down and I realized that it is not because I was a bad player. Or was All right, there goes the cell phone again. Uh, Benzito's just going to try and get her back on the line again. Uh, SMS 41391 or WhatsApp 0614-104-107. If you have any questions as well, uh, more than happy to take your calls and questions. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, somebody else getting our mystery voice correct. You don't give your name, though. Uh, you do have a nice profile picture, though. Uh, by the sea, which looks very lovely. Oh, it's Clinton. Well done, Clinton. You're getting into the Hall of Fame today for guessing our mystery voice. Uh, we're going to try and get Zintley back in the line. Uh, we're going to give her a call. No, it seems we seem to have lost. Oh, we got a, we got Zintley on another telephone line. Uh, okay, Zintley, you were telling us that uh, you, you realized that it was it was you. You were the reason that you weren't getting into the team. Yeah, I, I, I would put it that way. Uh, well, at that time, I wasn't putting much effort in terms of my trainings, um, in terms of um, the eating plans and everything. So I went back home and I decided I needed to make a change in my life. Um, that's when I decided that there were a few things that I needed to eliminate. I needed to, to, to eliminate uh, some of the things that I have, obviously, because um, during the time where I would go out and, go out and hang with friends, that's the time I utilized 
in, in sharpening my, my, my skills. Um, right. For example, if I cannot pass it on my left-hand side, <laughs> then I'll definitely work on that. So I, I, I decided, okay, I need to sit down and, and look at where I want to be from now on and work on that. And then that's when I started doing extra work. We started making sure that my diet was clean the whole time, doing the necessary that is required out of of the coaches. And after that, 2016, 2016 I got called up um, by the Springbok uh, coach, the seventh coach. You want to play at the Rugby World Cup next year? <laughs> I'm ready for that. Call me anytime. I'm ready. I've been ready. I think... Any girl that wants to be uh, play professional rugby wants to be, you know, there at any time. Yeah, are you? Have you been training and doing everything through lockdown? It must be difficult. Yeah, it has been. It has been difficult. However, uh, I think our management has been doing quite a, a good job. We they've been making sure that they're sending us programs that we can work on during the lockdown. Mm. Um, we've also been monitored in terms of kidneys where you wake up in the morning and you just log in to say, how are you feeling? How's, how's your body feeling? The needles that you have so that they, they are able to look at you, your, your situation and call you and help you if they can. Uh, but obviously with the lockdown, it, it's, it's a pandemic that we, we face and we can never run away from. Um, but for us as a team, that did not stop us from working towards uh, the big dream, which is obviously working towards the World Cup and being mm-hmm. ready for the World Cup. As much as we don't have uh, much time, but we have been working uh, so hard in making sure that everyone is in the same level in terms of conditioning. What's the state of women's rugby? We, we struggled in the sevens. Uh, we're sort of in the second tier there. So what's the 15-lady game like? Sorry? What's the 15-lady game like as far as South African strength? Uh, yeah, we haven't played since 2014 uh, after the World Cup. Sure. If, if you know about it, they'll tell you. So after the World Cup, what then uh, Sari decided to do is to go back and, and dig deep um, in terms of having new trainings where they start from under 16, uh, under 18 to develop the young players right. so that by the time they get into into the the senior squad, they are already, we don't have them to start teaching them basics and all of that. Mm. So we haven't played so many games since 2014, but the previous year, 2018 and then 2017, I remember 2017, we went to London, where we played against England. And then the past years, we've been playing against Spain, we've been playing against Italy. And uh, to be honest with you, we are going to surprise you guys. So it's not just, you know, as African, physicality is one of our <laughs> strong elements. So when it comes to that, you must just know you, you need to be ready for war. And finally, Zitle, what does your mother think about how you are doing? <laughs> well, she's actually really happy and excited. I must say, at first, she, 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 I don't think any parent would be happy to hear that their daughter is playing rugby at first. <laughs> Obviously, you come back with injuries and you say, Mom, I've got a needle day, day. You don't have a medical aid. So your mom just tells you, listen, wow, yeah. baby, sit down and stop playing the sport because you're not getting anything out of it at that time. But as you start growing into it, as she starts see, seeing you on TV, as she starts hearing us on radio like this and, 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 and she sees you play, then mm. she, she sees that, okay, this is the passion that you have for this sport and you love doing this. Then they start supporting you because I must say, she's been the, one of the my favorite um, supporters. Well, well done to your mother, Nomusa, if she's listening now. <laughs> she gets on the radio. Yeah. So it's great chatting to you. Good luck to you. Keep up the training and we'll see you guys in 2021. Thank you very much for having me. So you have a good one as well. Zintle Ndawande, the Springbok Women's Centre, all inspired by her mother, Nomusa Ndawande.